Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Point After with your hosts Aaron and Julian. Hey guys. <laughs> Thank you for talking. <laughs> uh, we've got a great show for you guys today as we look ahead at some of this matchups, start sits, and we're going to go over our reflections from last week. Yeah. Reflections so, from starts of the last week. Yeah. Yeah, I'd that rather would... not go over that part, but hey, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we've changed up the uh, the uh, format format here a little bit. Uh, we're going to start off with the What the Bleep Player of the Week. We'll let you take that one. Yeah, this one, uh, essentially the point of this segment is just a player we didn't expect it at all. Last week he was one of your sits of the week. And uh, if you listen to Aaron, you probably lost your fantasy playoffs. <laughs> so. um, it's, uh, for this week, it's Kenyon Drake. 22 touches, 137 yards, four touchdowns, um, one for nine through the air, almost 40 points. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, and it's out of place, Yeah, I think. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Uh, and uh, on the other side of that, DJ, though, who was my other senior, <laughs> got 0.6 points. So yeah. yeah. I don't think anyone was starting. <laughs> Not in this one. Anyways, let's let's reflect real quick on on uh, what we had said last week. We'll start with our starts of the week last week. Uh, starting with Julian, he had Ryan Tannehill, number four quarterback. Not a bad start. Twenty five point three points. Pretty excited about that one. Yeah. Uh, I also had Chris Carson, that running back. He finished as the RB six. I said he'd be within the top five. Missed. Uh, it's a big miss. You missed because Miles Sanders scored twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my receiver, not so good. Debo Samuel, 73rd, 4.7 points. Not a great game. Um, Ian Thomas, I thought he was going to have a great game yeah. in, uh, in a plus matchup without Greg Olson. And he uh, he finished with 4.3 points. No, tight end number 33. Yeah. And then my uh, defensive um, start of the week was New England Patriots, who finished number three against Cincinnati. Yeah, with twenty points. So not bad, not, not bad. bad. I'll I'll take that week. It's, I'm pretty be- happy. It was better than my week. Yeah, listen to yeah. this. Yeah, I had, <laughs> had my start of the week with Jimmy G, uh, QB twenty five, only came up with twelve point six points, two hundred yards and a TD, um, in a weird game. Uh, Leonard Fournette RB twenty six on the week, twelve point three points, forty two yards, only fifteen carries, uh, which is a strange one for me. Uh, five catches. On seven targets, 31 yards. Tyler Lockett, I nailed this one. Wide receiver six on the week. He was eight for nine, 120 yards and a touchdown. He looked really good. He did. Um, so if you're going in the championship with Tyler Lockett, you can have a little confidence there. Uh, Noah Fant, unfortunately, got injured, but he wasn't having a spectacular game like I expected. He was tight end 20 on the week. 7.6 points, two, two catches, That's three pretty targets. That's crazy. 7.6 points at the tight end position is tight end 20. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. This yeah. was a good week for tight ends. Yeah, 56 yards. And when, when did he get hurt? Was that third quarter? Yeah, something. Yeah, so, you know, there's there still some left in the tank, but he, he couldn't make it. Uh, and then Baltimore's defense against New York Jets was the strangest one to me. They were So weird. They were tied for number 11 on the week with eight points. Um, just That was disappointing. Yeah, I mean... I, they blew out the Jets, and I just expected that that game was going to... Yeah, and they had to be more turnovers. They did have a couple turnovers. Yeah. They had a couple sacks, but but they let the Jets move score. the ball. At the end. It was garbage time. Score, yeah. It was garbage time. Yeah. Jameson Crowder had those two yeah. on Thursday night. So, Anyways, we'll move into the sits. Uh, our sits last week. Uh, I had Aaron Rodgers at QB. Uh, he finished as the QB 22 on the week with 14.5 points. 203 yards, one touchdown, 23 rushing yards. Pretty much what we expected, only. Yeah. 
Uh, Devontae Freeman, running back number 37, seven and a half points, uh, which is 39 yards and 12 rushes for 16 yards. Not a good showing for Devontae Freeman at all. Yeah, cut him. Get him off your team. Uh, (laughs) We all know how I feel about (laughs) Freeman. Well, I do. Yeah. Number uh, three at wide receiver, I got uh, Tyler Boyd. He was wide receiver number 68 on the week. Uh, three for seven, three t- receptions for seven targets, 26 yards. He only had 5.6 points. I don't think you can really rely on Tyler Boyd at all for the rest of the year. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind throwing him in this week. Maybe. I, he, it's been, what, six weeks in a row where Tyler Boyd has let you down? Yeah, but come on, he had... Uh... He had one New England game. He had fiddling. Yeah. This is the first Andy Dalton game against New England. Andy Dalton against the against the Dolphins. He's he's gonna see a lot of targets. I bet she gets double digit targets this week. Yeah, I think so too. But he had seven in this game and only caught three. Yeah, against Stefan Gill. We're playing Miami. I know. I could catch three targets against Miami. Yeah, I know. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and my tight end, I had Kyle Rudolph who finished as a tight end eighteen. Uh, 7.8 points, um, 3 for 3, 48 yards. But just the volume wasn't there. He didn't get those end zone looks. So. Yeah, touchdown. Touchdown depending, right? Yeah. And then the last uh, last sit of the week I had was the Eagles. Uh, they finished as the DST 11 with 8 total points tied with the Ravens. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Uh, my sits of the week, Jared Goff. Didn't have a terrible game. He ended up QB 10 on the week with 18.6 points, 284 passing yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Uh, my David Johnson, Kenyon Drake sits. <laughs> I'm just going to speak about David Johnson because that's who I said. So 0.6 points, six yards. Hey, between the rushes. two of them, they had 40 <laughs> points. <laughs> yeah, between the two of them. Uh, I told you to sit John Brown down too. He didn't have a bad game though. Wide receiver 23 on the week. Seven catches, ten targets, ninety-nine yards, sixteen point nine points. Uh, Jack Doyle, tight end, thirty-four on the week with only four point one points. Uh, two catches on five targets and twenty-one yards. And then my best of the week, Indianapolis. I hope you listen to me here. They hurt you. Yeah. Negative one points. And Some people might have lost matchups. On yeah. Lost their semifinals. The on only that. reason they are number thirty on the week is because. The Rams were negative four points, yeah. I think. And there was someone else was negative three points. I think the Cowboys were negative three points against the Rams. That might have been. I, I don't remember. know. Whatever. Don't listen to us. We're just here having fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But that's a little recap on last week there, guys. Um, moving into this week, uh, we're, we're going to change it up. We're not going to talk so much on every matchup. We're just going to give you a matchup of the week and an upset of the week. Yep. Uh, I'll start off with the matchup of the week. Eagles versus Dallas should be a great game against two really mediocre mediocre teams at the top of the NFC. And one of them is going to end up in the playoffs because <laughs> yeah. of this game. So, yeah, to me, I mean, this is going to be a great game to watch. Um, like you said, it's two mediocre teams who will produce a, a pretty good football game. Yeah, but essentially, they're just playing for who's going to get eliminated first in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I mean. I'm not really a fan of either of these teams, but it'll be a fun game to watch if you love football. Yeah. It'll be competitive, hard-hitting. Um, these guys hate each other yeah, it's, so it's a, much. It's a good divisional matchup, and I, I do think Dallas deserves it over the Eagles, but neither one of these teams deserves to be in the playoffs. No, I, I agree. One of them's going to yeah. be there. So, 
Um, yeah, actually, Dallas is favored by two and a half points. Uh, there's 46.5 over under, and I think this game could actually hit the over. Uh, it should be a high-scoring game. Um, yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting anyways. Uh, upset of the week this week, we both have Buffalo beating New England in New England. New England's a six-and-a-half-point favorite, and it's a 38-point over-under. <laughs> we both picked the under on it. We both think this is going to be literally like, just about exactly the same as the last game they played. Just flipped. Just flipped. Yeah. So we're thinking 17-10, 13-10, something like that. Uh, it's going to be pretty slow to watch, I think. It's going to be a little yeah. bit dry, but I think Buffalo does come out on top. I think it's it's a change of the guard in the uh, in the AFC East there. I hope so. So I've been waiting for 18 years for this. Yeah. <laughs> Go Buffalo! Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go Bills. <laughs> so in our uh, let's move into our starts of the week at QB. Uh, I've got none other than Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's got the magic man. He's playing Cincinnati. I absolutely love this matchup for him. He's coming off a strong outing against um, the Giants' abysmal secondary, and Cincinnati's in the same boat. Uh, yeah, I think uh, having a healthy Parker on the team, um, we've seen him able to use his legs recently. He's their leading rusher. Did yeah, you hear right, that? Right. <laughs> it doesn't take much. No, they they've rotated through like I don't know. What was Kalen Balaj? His his stat lines. I used to love them. Ten rushes for one yard and a touchdown. And a touchdown. <laughs> Those two yards were on the goal. Yeah, and that's just because he fell forward. He's literally two yards tall. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody touched him and he tripped. <laughs> In true Kalen Balaj style. Yeah, but yeah. No, I I love Ryan Fitzpatrick this week. Um, I've been. Saying it for the past four weeks, Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to win people championships. You yeah. streamed him against me this week, um, and I streamed week, him. Yeah. Well, this past week, yeah, and um, and I streamed him in our keeper league. I I, I held on to Fitzpatrick since like week eight. Yeah, I just I love Ryan Fitzpatrick, and if he's playing, if he's starting, he's on my team. Yeah, like, that's it. Just because he's he's the magic man. <laughs> he's awesome. That's it. Hey, and he's like he's not a great quarterback. But he's a he's a good fantasy quarterback. You know, he's fun to watch. Yeah, and he's fun to watch. That's for sure. And, and this is this is the entertainment business at the end of the day, guys. And it's people who are fun to watch get on the field, and they're going to give him the ball and let him chuck it wherever he wants. So, I love it. Uh, my story of the week this week is actually Dak Prescott versus the Eagles. Um, the Eagles secondary is trash. Just not good. trash. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's a dumpster um, fire. Get rid of it. And and they're sixteenth in the league at uh, giving up points to the quarterback. So. Um, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think both these teams can easily put up 25-plus points on each other in a divisional matchup, and, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll take pieces in that. One question for you. Do you think Amari Cooper is going to have more than 2.6 points? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because I'm, I'm out of the championship now, so Amari Cooper's going to put up a 60 per Yeah, he's going to have a... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seven touchdowns. This is, this is my two hundred and twelve yards. This is my fantasy life, guys. Let me explain this. I, I put up the most points in the league in every league I play in. I always get a first round bye. And the first week of playoffs, my whole team just drops dead. It's ridiculous. You gotta stop just stop drafting injury prone players. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You just wanna tell him, Aaron, who you what happened to you this past week. You lost Mike Evans and DJ Chark two weeks ago. And then this the week prior, or after that, you lost Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. And then during the game, I lost Delvin Cook, Chris Godwin. Yeah. And Jared Cook last week <laughs> during the it's game. It's rough. It's just not good, guys. 
Don't. I beat Aaron this week in Dynasty. If next year when it comes to playoff time, I will tell you my team, and you can sit all those players. Because <laughs> they're getting injured. <laughs> they're getting injured. So, anyways, let's move on. Running back, so that we could got. I got James Conner versus Arizona. People may still be hesitant on James Conner. Um, I know that I was a bit hesitant. I have him in our Dynasty League. I had to play him this week because I didn't really have any other options, and it worked out for me. But I understand if people sat him last week. This week, going against a weak defense, uh, he's clearly the best back that they have there, and they have a shot at a wild card spot. So um, I think if he's healthy, they're going to use him. They're going to game plan for him. Yeah. And I think he he probably scores once, maybe twice in this game, but you saw him, he's getting those goal line touches. And I don't think Arizona's going to be able to keep him out of the red zone. Yeah. So. He, he's literally the only competent back. Really good <laughs> offensive player on Pittsburgh anyways. Yeah. And, and Arizona's just not a good defense. No. That's... They're easily beaten, especially yeah. by the running back. So, so mine, my, mine's a bit obvious and unobvious at the same time. I am going to start Devin Cook this week versus Green Bay. I do think you need to pick up Boone just to, you know, just to handcuff him because this is a Monday night game. You have no Definitely. options yeah. if he doesn't play. But if he plays, Devin Cook's going to put up points this week. Um, yeah, Green Bay's not great against the Green run. Green Bay's terrible against the run. They're they're actually really good against the pass. This is a divisional game. It's got playoff implications all over it. Minnesota just needs to feed the ball to their best player. Yeah, and that's how they've won games so far. Keep it out of Kirk Cousins' hands. Let's <laughs> Make him a game manager. Let, let's say, you know, the, the whole narrative of Kirk Cousins can't win big games. Well, you know what? Dalvin Cook can. So let's give it to Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I, I love Dalvin Cook. I will say this, though. If you have Dalvin Cook and have made it to the finals, congrats, because I know last week... Last week was it, tough. It hurt. I had Dalvin Cook in a league. Yep. You had him in two leagues. We lost yep. in in all three of those yep. leagues. And by a small point margin, and yep. Dalvin Cook threw up, what, seven and a quarter? Seven and a quarter, yeah. yeah. So, so. It's tough. It's yeah. tough, but that's the world of fantasy football but, sometimes. Yeah, and, and, and that scares a lot of people off, but I'm telling you, you can start him this week if he's playing. Would you play um, Boone and Cook if Alexander Madison's up? No. No? No. All right. No, I, I can't do it. Some people can. I just can't do it. I can't bring myself to start two backs. I, I, Out of the same I, back. I carried field. Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay in one league. I never once started Royce Freeman. That makes sense. I just, you can't. Even though they got, they got, honestly, I looked at their stat lines. They were games. like the same. They're like the games. exact same. And and this is, this is on a terrible team. This is a terrible fantasy team. And my other option was Duke Johnson or Peyton Barber. And every week I started Duke Johnson or Peyton Barber. I just cannot bring myself to start two running backs on the same team. You think you would have won more games if you did? No. <laughs> no. That team was Considering trash. you had first round so, bye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, differently. This was another league. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah, This gotcha. one was trash. Uh, moving on to receivers. My receiver start of the week is going to be Terry McLaurin against the New York Giants. Uh, they rank 27th against receivers. We've seen the connection between Haskins and McLaurin grow. They played together in college. And finally, Dwayne Haskins is starting to look like a... Um, mediocre NFL quarterback. He can play against yeah. against bad defenses. And yeah, that whole Washington team is turned around. He's yeah. given them a spark. You yeah. know, they're still shit, but But they're better. They're less. They're they're, they're less, less shit. shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, no, I and I you saw it last week against the uh, against the Eagles that Terry McLaurin is just a talented player and he can he take can a fly. slant for yeah, seventy five yards and yeah. And I, I don't see how he doesn't get it done against this Giants defense. This is a divisional game. 
Essentially, they're just fighting for pride. It's meaningless, yeah. but they, it's always a tough game. Anytime you're interdivisional, it doesn't matter. Like, the, the, this is where the whole these guys want a better uh, draft pick and stuff like that. This doesn't count. Yeah, because divisional games, you're, you're just, you just want to beat them. Yeah, to win your division, and and yeah. these games are tough regardless. So I agree that Terry McLaurin's a great start this week. Um, I'm sitting on uh, Will Fuller versus Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's 32nd ranked against wide receivers. Will Fuller uh, had a decent game last week. He's getting healthier. Uh, I think he absolutely explodes this week. The guy can throw up a 40 at any point. Yeah. And I want that kind of upside. And he's shown a fairly reliable floor this year when he's, when he's healthy. When he's healthy, yeah. And so, and, you know, we just talked about DeAndre Hopkins being a little bit sick. We talked about that um, off air. You know? Yeah. I, I think Hopkins plays. He's I, still going to play. I, I, I He'll think he's still gonna be put great. up points. Yeah. But I, you know, Will Fuller's against Tampa secondary. I, I think no, it's a great play. It's a great play. We've seen it happen time and time again. Yeah. The number twos and threes on teams against Tampa because their best cornerback is one of the worst. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> one of the worst starting quarter yeah. cornerbacks. So yeah, it's right. that that whole secondary is just it's trash. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, moving on to tight ends, uh, I got. Jacob Hollister against Arizona. Um, I talked about uh, on a on a previous podcast having Vance McDonald as my start of the week against Arizona. I was super excited about it, and he let me down. It's not going to happen this week. Jacob Hollister is locked and loaded. He's a decent tight end, and he's a safety blanket for Russell Wilson. Um, he's involved every week, and he even plays specifically for him. Yeah, like he he's he's gone above and beyond that safety blanket tight end. He's in the Kelsey. Uh, you know, Zach Ertz kind of range where they where they're, are they're designing plays for him. Plays yeah. for him. He's, yeah. he's just not that talented, but he has his own plays, which is huge when you're tight end. Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, and and I I think that Arizona, as weird as it sounds, is going to be able to keep up in this game. Seattle doesn't have a great defense, and yeah, it's going to be an interesting. It's going to be a good game to watch. Yeah, I'll watch I, this. Game I, for sure. I think Seattle wins yeah. for sure. Yeah, but I think that Arizona's got a, a decent shot in it, and they're going to be able to put up points and. Russell Wilson's going to have to push the ball down the field, and I think he's going to have to use Hollister. Yeah, no, no, I completely agree. And the Arizona Cardinals are literally the worst team. It's, it's been one of the only worst. It's been one of the only years, guys, that in fantasy you can literally pick whatever tight end is pay, playing. Unless they're Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald was the only one. <laughs> the only one. He's the Ricky only Seals one. Jones <laughs> had two touchdowns last week. Yeah. Two. He's he's Vance McDonald is the only one. I can't. So don't draft Vance McDonald. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> I was really high on him coming into the year, but so I didn't draft him in any leagues. But that was so glad that was before Ben went down and stuff like that. Like yeah. there's been a lot on that Pittsburgh team. But yes, Jacob Hollister, absolutely. He's a he's a top three guy this week. Okay. I got uh, him in the top six. Top six? Yeah. All right. Uh I'm I'm going with Hunter Henry versus Oakland. Now, if you've had Hunter Henry, it's hurt. You're sick of pulling your hair out because he's injured. He plays a couple good games, and now he's been. Crushing. And he plays great when he plays good. Like he yeah. looks so good when he gets ten to twelve targets. And and I'll tell you, this pick is based on two different things. First, Oakland's terrible against tight ends. They're twenty seventh in the league against tight ends. Um, the second side of this pick is Philip Rivers has bad games when Hunter Henry's not involved. When Hunter Henry's involved, Philip Rivers looks better. What did he throw three picks last week? Yep. And Hunter Henry wasn't involved at all. 
you know, he, Philip Rivers doesn't have the arm strength to throw down the field to Mike Williams anymore. He doesn't have the arm strength to put it in these tight holes. He needs a safety blanket of Hunter Henry. And I think if, if they have any chance of winning this game, that's what they're going to look at. They're going to go back on film and say, we need to get this guy involved. And it, it's almost like the Tyler Lockett pick last week. It's, it's one of those things that's based on he needs to have a big game. Yeah. It's time. Because it is time. You know, it's definitely time. Especially if you've had Hunter Henry, like you said, you're pulling your hair out. Yeah. It's been super frustrating. But metric-wise, he's a crazy talented player. The tight end-wise, he's absolutely he's top five in talent in the league, yeah. I think. Yeah, sure. he is. No, he is. It just it sucks that it hasn't come to fruition. Yeah. Well, except for a it couple has, games. But yeah. yeah, it's rough. Uh, moving on to our DSTs. Um, my DST start of the week is actually Denver versus Detroit. Uh, they're at home, Mile High City. You hear it all the time, but it's much harder to play in Denver uh, yeah. because of the altitude. Plus, it's December. And I don't know if you guys know this, but Denver's in the mountains, and it gets yeah pretty cold there. It's cold in Detroit. So, yeah, I know. I know. But I'm just saying that it's going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, they got um, David Blau throwing the ball. He's actually got the lowest passer rating in the NFL right now. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, um, I believe it. Yeah, but yeah, 38.5 over under. That's lower than the Bills-Patriots game. Yeah. Um, I just... I don't see a lot of points being scored, and I think turnovers are going to be easy to come yeah. back for the Broncos. Yeah, and sacks. And yeah. sacks, yeah. Uh, that Denver team, should they know how to get after the quarterback, and you know, with the experience of Blau, that he's got to hold the ball around so long. Yeah. Um, yeah, so mine is Pittsburgh versus the New York Jets. I picked Baltimore against the Jets last week because Baltimore is a good defense, and the Jets literally the worst team in the league against giving up points to defenses. So I'm going with it again. <laughs> Because they're playing another top five defense in the league. Jameson Crowder is going to get two garbage time touchdowns. <laughs> maybe this one does not have any opportunity for garbage time. I don't think so. I'm not going to get burned on this one. I think if Pittsburgh scores twice, one of them's from the defense, and the other one's from James Conner, and the other one <laughs> might be from James Conner. Um, so yeah, that's uh, I'm playing Pittsburgh this week. I think I, th- I think it's a good start. Yeah, I agree. Uh, moving into sit, quarterback position, who you got? Uh, my sit of the week is Josh Allen. Uh, not that I think he'll have a bad fantasy game, uh, but I just think his upside super capped. Uh, he's playing in a... Oh, actually, this is actually the same as the Denver game, 38.5 over yeah. under. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a tough defense. Josh Allen has a pretty safe floor of 12 to 15 points. But I think that's all you're getting here. And if I'm playing, it's championship week. Yeah, if I'm playing in my championship, to 16 points not good enough. No, I I yeah. want that upside. I want QB one possibility. And I don't think he has it this week against New England. No, no, no. That's 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 a good pick. Um, I'm sitting Kirk Cousins uh, versus Green Bay, and we actually we had this conversation prior to the the show starting that Kirk Cousins has looked good this year, but I'm sticking with the fact that Kirk Cousins does not win games. He's just he's not a game winner. And, I can agree with that. And the other side of this is I don't think Green Bay's offense is what it used to be. I don't think this is going to be a super high-scoring game. I see like a 17-14 sort of sort of game, something like that. Maybe 21-17. Maybe yeah, I got it like somewhere that. in that range. You know, um, I, I don't think there's a whole lot of points to go around. I think they go straight back to their own game, and they go back to Mike Zimmer football, and they pound the ball. I, yeah, I, I, I think it's a... I think it's a Mike Boone or a Dylan Cook yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting Kirk Cousins. Um, Plus it's the Monday nighter. 
you really want to wait on your championship week on Kirk Cousins in the Monday Nighter? It's prime time. Like, it's yeah. Kirk Cousins in prime time. I, yeah. I don't want that. Yeah, I, like, like, I don't want it. wants Kirk Cousins in prime time. Not even the fans. Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. out. If Bring back Teddy! Yeah. 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 The NFL's listening. Please stop putting Minnesota in prime time. <laughs> For their sake. Yeah. <laughs> they want to win games, guys. Yeah. Can't do it, then. Uh, moving on to running backs. I got David Montgomery against Kansas City. Look, if you've been playing David Montgomery still, stop, stop doing it. Just stop it. He's not a good running back, at least this year. Um, I mean, he has potential, but yeah, he just he's, hasn't he's looked shown good. potential. Yeah. But just in Chicago, that whole team is just so up and down. It's just like, meh. Yeah. Like, everything about that team is like, meh. Yeah. Like, the, like, this, just to put in perspective, the best fantasy option on that team is Allen Robinson. Yeah. Just think about that for a second. Yeah. And he's been good. Like, Allen Robinson's yeah, been good. He's really good. But yeah. if I told you that three years ago... He's, and same thing with Allen Robinson. He's had good games, but he hasn't had a great year. You know, we're not talking Allen Robinson wide receiver one. No. He's he's still... Where, do you know where he is on the year? I think he's like 17th or something. I'm going to pull that up. Here. I can't remember, but he just... he. And, and don't get me wrong, guys. I know there's a lot of Allen Robinson love out there. And I, I do actually really like Allen Robinson. The fact is he's in Chicago. He's yeah. with Mitch Trubisky. He's with Matt Nagy play calling. It's just, it's one of those situations where you can't trust their top guys. There you go. He is a wide receiver one. Number nine on the Number year. nine on the year? Mm-hmm. My apologies, Allen. You've been great. From those three good games. Yeah, he's had a couple big games. Recently, he's played. He's been on fire. That's probably Taylor Gabriel being out. 25 points against the Giants, 22 points against Detroit, 22 points against Dallas, and then 20 points against Green Bay. But that's because Mitch Trubisky's been on fire. Did you just say that? Well, he has. <laughs> we, we, he has. We had this I conversation in our dynasty just, yeah. with, uh, with a guy we played with named Emmett. He, he, Shout yeah. out to Emmett if you're listening. Yeah. Well, he, he sat down Mitch Trubisky, and what did he put up? 36 points? Yeah. Like that? You know that's that's all I'm saying is you're 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 putting your eggs in Mitch Trubisky and Matt Nagy's hands, playing David Montgomery. And I want to throw my eggs at Mitch Trubisky <laughs> and Matt Nagy. Yeah, it and like truthfully, he's not breaking tackles to to extend plays. He's you know his tackle after or his yards after contact is not good, and his really his only upside is if he's if he's near the goal line yeah. he might fall in he might yeah. but otherwise like I don't want to play that in my fantasy I, I heard he called Kalen Blage for some training like that. yeah well, like, we're, we'll see yeah. one for t- <laughs> t- ten touches for one yard yeah. and a touchdown here we go yeah alright where are we at I, <laughs> who do you got Aaron uh, sit of the week for me is Devin Singletary versus New England and you know what I love Devin Singletary it's just it's just a bad matchup, and I have him in all my leagues, knowing full well championship week I was sitting him down, and I hope that everyone else did the same thing. And you know what? He's a guy that you got late in drafts, anyways. Yeah, you don't need to play Devin Singletary this week unless you're dealing with injuries, in which case, yeah, I guess you do what you got to do. But it's not a good matchup. No, and like again, we talked about it with Josh Allen. It's the it's the same situation. Yeah. It's going to be a low scoring game. He could score one of those touchdowns. Yeah, and he, he's still going to have a good four. He's still going to put up 8 to 10, maybe 12 points. And then if he gets a touchdown, then we're talking in the 18 yeah. to 20 range. But I think realistically... I just think, again, your upside's capped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no upside. No. no. I don't think so. 
Uh, moving on to wide receivers, I got uh, Odell Beckham Jr. versus Baltimore. If you're in the finals and you have Odell on your team, good for you. I am so proud of you. Yeah, because like you, you took him in the first just, or second just, round. Just one second. Yeah. <laughs> That's for you guys. Yeah, somehow you made it happen. Uh, but yeah, don't play him. He's playing Baltimore. They're 16th against wide receivers, which is pretty much middle of the pack. But he's probably going to get Marlon Humphreys or Marcus Peters. Who kn- who knows yeah, what it, they'll it, do? That stat on Baltimore is is what seven games didn't include Marcus Peters. And really, yeah. when Marcus Peters showed up, that defense turned around like that. Yeah, most definitely. And I think Marcus Peters. I was looking at the Pro Bowl ballots. He's he got the most uh, Pro Bowl votes this year. Well, he has what three pick three, sixes three pick this year? Sixes, yeah. So yeah, he's he's <laughs> yeah, He's been unreal. Um, I'm actually I'm sitting Kenny Galladay versus Denver. Denver's number seventh against wide receivers. Like you said, low scoring game. Um, he's he's going to grab Chris Harris. It's just not going to be good. David Blau throwing the ball. Yeah, there's so it's, many things working against Kenny Galladay right now. And and look. This has been a, a common trend, and two weeks it's been two weeks benching him has hurt you, and two weeks benching him has been great for you. Yeah. So it's championship. In this week, I'm telling you so. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not taking chances. my chance. Okay. Yeah. Unless, like your other options are. Yeah. It, are real bad. Yeah. But we'll we'll get into some bubble buster players later. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll talk about that, and you know what? We can even we can even compare them to Kenny Ball. Yeah, exactly. I'm fine with that. Exactly. Uh, tight ends? Who you got, Joy? I got Greg Olson versus Indy. Uh, he's coming off the concussion where he missed two games. I just don't like him. He's got rookie um, QB Will Greer throwing him the ball. Uh, I think his snaps are going to be pulled back a bit because one of the concussion, but two, I mean, the Panthers are in no way, shape, or form making the playoffs. Why would they continue to roll out this 35-year or 34-year-old tight end when they have young upcoming guys yeah. sitting on their bench? Like to me, um, if you just fired your head coach, you're making moves for the future. Look and see what you got, so that you can address issues in the draft if you need to. But I just don't see Greg Olson having a good game here. Do you see Ian Thomas getting anything? Is, is he involved? Yeah, he, well, he was involved last week, but I, I think Ian Thomas will get like thirty-five percent of snaps this week. So I see pick, you pick one or one or the other. If say say that's all you got on your bench, Ian Thomas or Greg Olson. Or Greg Olson. I'd play Olsen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting Jimmy Graham this week just because I like saying Jimmy Graham should sit on the bench. So, um, But no, he's got Minnesota. Minnesota's 12th against tight ends. Um, Jimmy Graham's just not good in. No. No, he's it's, not. It's not <laughs> 12 years ago or whatever. No, 10, <laughs> 10 years ago when he got paid. But no, yeah. I, I, uh, I actually was watching a video this past week of Drew Brees. Um, highlight video, a touchdown from every oh, year, yeah. every year that he's been in the league. Yeah. And Jimmy Graham was ten years ago now his first his first yeah. touchdown. Jimmy Graham was unstoppable. Yeah, he was he George was. Kittle. Oh, he, no, he was he was better than George Kittle. Well, I mean, different wise, player. Yeah, different player. But in the red zone, you, you could could stop not him. stop Jimmy Graham. And now, I remember I actually started playing fantasy football. With a guy who had Drew Brees and Jimmy Graham was in keeper league where we kept three players and he kept Drew Brees and Jimmy Graham every year and he was in the championship game and every year for three years in a row just because of that combo. That was that was deadly. It was so hard to stop back. Then. Especially, I mean, the landscape for tight ends has kind of been this way forever. So yeah, you but, find but you think about this like seven or eight years ago, there was Jimmy Graham and then there Tony was Tony Gonzalez. 
That was Aiden Gonzalez. That was yeah, it. That was it. And Jason Witten. And that was it. Yeah. Like, that's what you had. Yeah. And it was, it was even worse. Yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. So, but yeah, you sit Jamie Graham this week. He's too old. He hasn't looked good this year. Aaron Rodgers doesn't really. Sometimes he uses him. But it's like, I can't tell you when it's going to no. happen. No. And I don't think this is going to be a game where it happens. No. And hopefully Jimmy Graham's not your only tight end. Hopefully you got somebody else. Yeah, if Jimmy Graham's your only tight end and you're you in, the playoffs, be in the playoffs. You shouldn't be in the championship. <laughs> you've, got, you've got Odell Beckham Jr., you, David Montgomery, and Jimmy Graham, and you're in the finals. But if, let's be honest. If Jimmy Graham is your only tight end and you're in the finals, you've got some really good players. Yeah. It shouldn't matter if you've got Jimmy yeah, Graham Yeah, then just not. start him up. Start him up. Why not? Honestly, you could probably put a... Just put nobody in there. Yeah, it'll be it'll be just as successful. Uh, defense, who you got? Yeah, my defense sit of the week is actually going to be the Bears against Kansas City. Uh, they're playing Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, last week they torched Denver in a blizzard. Yeah. Oh, he had over three hundred passing yards. I just think this offense is too electric, and you can pass on this Bears. Absolutely, that's where they've been beat all year. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I just think that this is a game where Andy Reid's going to air the ball and he's going to make them score. And he's going to make the Bears – he's going to make Trubisky beat them if they're going to win that game. Yeah, and this, this isn't Vic Bangio's defense anymore. No. You know, like the Bears have not looked like the Bears of last year. No. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with that one. Um, I'm sitting your city of the week last week, the Eagles versus Dallas. Uh, Dallas is number one team for fantasy – uh, against defense, they're yeah. only they're only giving up two point eight six points per week to the they opposing defense. They they score a lot. This is going to be a high scoring game. I don't really see a whole lot of turnovers from Dak. Maybe a pick, but yeah, I I, I, I can't Look, see much. If happening. Dwayne Haskins and Eli Manning didn't throw a pick against this defense, Dak Prescott's not throwing a pick. Yeah, but this guy, I don't know, man. Dak's weird. <laughs> He's so weird. It's going to be some like tip I, pass. I like Dak. But his interceptions are bad. Yeah. When he throws them, and, and he's been pretty good this year. He's but like Jameis he, that way. When though. he throws a pick, you're like, what, what were you thinking, man? Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you do that? You're playing for Dallas. You yeah. know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's not wearing yeah. gray and yeah. blue. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sitting Eagles defense. So uh, we'll move into uh, our bubble buster section. And we're, we're, we're going to change it up a little bit this week. We're not going to compare... Our bubble busters against each other. We're going to compare them against regular starting players yeah. that are in most fantasy lineups. Um, Kenny Galladay being being the example, right? Um, so yeah, let's kick it off with wide receivers. We'll start with Rashad Perriman. Perriman or Galladay? I'm playing Perriman. In that Absolutely. Yeah. Perriman got a huge boost with Chris Godwin out, Mike Evans out. Scored three touchdowns. Scored three week. touchdowns last week. He looks great. He looks like Jameis Winston's favorite red zone. Was a first round pick. Perriman, now I'm a Ravens fan, and so we drafted Rashad Perriman in the first round. I love this kid. Talent wise, I think this kid's got a lot to offer. He just hasn't been able to put it together. I don't think it's too late for him either. No, I mean receivers can come on late in their career too. Well, we this is this is his fourth year. Yeah, right. So that's not, it's un- not even like late. look at look yeah. at Devontae Adams. He didn't come on till his fourth. Year. Yeah. Right. And, and we're, we talk about him like he's a top receiver in the league. I think Perriman's got a, a good career ahead of him, and I think he's going to have a great week this week. So yeah, over Galde for sure. What yeah. about Perriman versus Cup? Yeah, we Cooper had this. Cup. We had this talk earlier. Asking for a friend here. Um, <laughs> I'm still. I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really. I'm really torn on it. And, and that's that's kind of where I'm leaning. I had him in my starting lineup earlier yeah. today. 
I've now changed it back to cup. Probably going to change it back to pyramid and then That's back the to cup before the end the night, worst. before the night ends. Because it doesn't matter who you put in, the other guy's going to go off. Yeah, always. <laughs> uh, but but for me, it, it kind of comes it comes down to one target share, but two is snaps it down the field. Cup hasn't been on because no. they've been running two tight end sets. Yeah, a lot of two tight end yeah. sets, and running and it's been working. Yeah. That's that's the problem with me with playing Cooper Cup is he's got his in garbage time, but do I want to rely on garbage time yeah. in my fantasy football no. championship? Probably not. No. Right? I think Jamison probably still throws for three hundred and fifty yards against Houston. Those yards have to go somewhere. Yeah. So to me it's yeah, Houston's got a terrible set. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Tyron Matthews the only decent player there. Wow, we haven't talked about the Vernon Hargraves uh, yeah. revenge matchup here. <laughs> that's a narrative and a half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's move on. Uh, Devontae <laughs> Parker versus Cincinnati. You playing Parker over Perriman? Ooh. That's a tough one. It is tough. I, I see them both the same, but I'm actually starting Perriman in this matchup. I'd start Parker. No. Okay. Yeah. So Parker over wait, wait, Holiday. Wait. Yeah, obviously over Galladay, and and I I agree with over Cup as well. Let's yeah. let's move a little out of the box here. Um, Parker versus Keenan Allen. I'm playing Parker. Yeah, yeah, I think so. The let's there Keenan Allen's playing uh, Oakland. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you brought up a good point about Philip Rivers. Like when Hunter Henry wasn't there. Yeah. Keenan Allen wasn't monster because he was getting peppered 17 target games, 18 target games. But that's dropped down to about the 10 target. And if, if they're not good targets, he's getting, what, six yeah. or seven yeah. receptions? Yeah, they've been, they've, and they've not been. And they haven't been able to score. That offense has not been able to score. No. And, yeah, I, I think I take the upside of Parker against Cincinnati. Yeah. Because I think that he can score twice in this game. Yeah. I don't see I, that happening for Keenan. I agree with that. Okay, let's move on. AJ Brown. I love AJ Brown. I just love him. tough, tough matchup. Though. Yeah, it's a very tough Against matchup. Against the Saints, he's gonna be he's gonna be paired up with uh, Lattimore, and it's gonna be really tough. I mean, we'll see what this kid's really made of in this matchup. Uh, I I have no doubts about that. I still think he gets it done. I don't think it's 180 yards and two touchdowns yeah. like he's had in previous weeks, but I think he can get. Uh, a 70, 60 to 80 yards forward, maybe a touchdown. So you start him as a three? I'd start him as a three. I am starting him as a three in our keeper league. Okay. So Parker and Perriman over Brown? Or are you putting Brown? See, that's, that's very, very interesting because this morning I was looking. So I, I have Perriman in the keeper league as well. Yeah. I, it's funny. I have a lot of these players we're talking about. Yeah. Cooper Cup, Rashad Perriman, AJ Brown. <laughs> I have all three of them. And I keep going back and forth because I've had four straight, four good weeks of AJ Brown, where yeah. he won me those weeks. It was a, he was a, a and huge. And Tannehill loves to pick a guy. Yeah, we we look at Jarvis Landry and stuff like that. He the most catches in the league over four years. Right? Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. And when you actually think about that, it's like was Jarvis really catching the ball that much in Miami? He was, but he, he was. was but only they were like four or fifty five yards. yards. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was like fifty yard game, yeah. and then um, yeah, so. Uh, I just want to bring up, too, one more thing about A.J. Brown. So over the past um, four games, five games even, his snap share has gone up. It was at it was sitting in the 60s. Yeah, that, his snap share at the start of the year was just boggling to me. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. It's 43 his first game of the year. Yeah. 45, 50, 44, like way down there. 
And then he's in the 60s for a few games. And then week 10, he spikes up to 94%. And then he just had one down week against Jacksonville coming off of their bye. He, I mean, he had a great game still. He yeah. was 135 on four receptions and a touchdown. Um, but then he was up 90, 84, 90, 91 again. So uh, when, when you see that kind of um, snap share happen for a player of his caliber. Yeah, you, you know that the team's buying in. Yeah, and, and it's targets too, right? Uh, this past week was 13 targets in a game where they were they were keeping up, right? Yeah. They had to come back. Yeah. They had to score. And uh, I, I think that that's definitely possible against New Orleans where they have, they have to move the ball. And it's not going to be... To me, this isn't a Derrick Henry game where they just pound it and pound it and pound it because Drew Brees is electric and he's going to move the ball. And even if they keep him off the field, he's going to move the ball and he's going to score touchdowns and he's going to force them to to pass the ball. So For sure. So so who's your favorite of those first three, though? A.J. Brown, Devontae Parker, or Rashad Perriman? My favorite player is uh, A.J. Brown. My favorite player this week? Favorite start this week. Devontae Parker. Okay. AJ Brown or DJ Moore? I'll play Brown. Okay. It's tough. It's really tough because Moore has been so good. But he's got but Will Greer. He's got it, and it's not even that. It's not even that I think Will Greer is a bad quarterback. It's just you don't know. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if he's going to favorite the tight ends. You don't know if he's just going to dump the ball off to McCaffrey. You don't know if he's going to hit Curtis Samuel on a long touchdown. Like you just, you have no idea. And if it were up to me, if I was the OC, I'd probably just give the ball to McCaffrey. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll head to the other side of the bubble here. Emmanuel Sanders versus the Rams. We're assuming he's probably going to grab Ramsey. Yeah. I think so. I, I think... I'm not excited about Emmanuel Sanders this no. week. I, I did trade for him in a couple leagues, actually. Traded him away in one league. And I love the player, but this week it's... I think there's better options out there. Like, I would play all three of our first first three over him. Okay, what about Sanders and DJ Moore? I think I would lean more. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, the other side of that argument <clears throat> is he's clearly the best wide receiver that they have there. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a quarterback, why are you not using that? Mm-hmm. So, well, Sanders or Cooper Cup? Mm. I'll lean Cup. Yeah, so do I. Okay. It's pretty obvious where we, where we sit on Sanders. Uh, T.Y. Yeah. Hilton versus Panthers. Yeah, no, I, I love T.Y. Hilton. Like, as a player, mm-hmm. I've loved watching him play football for multiple years, but uh, he's, he's I'm, I'm not playing bench. him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just not uh, doing it. Yeah, I, I start any of those guys yeah. on T.Y. this week. Yeah, I mean, the Panthers are trash against receivers. He's just, he's been so injured. Yeah, and you've seen he's it when he's come either. back. No, he's 31 years old, and we've seen it when he's come back from these injuries. When he came back from that injury earlier in the year, he had like a 40% snap share. And he was targeted on those snaps that he was in, but he dropped yeah. two or three of them. Yeah. And then this past week again, he was he was targeted. He was yeah. only in for about forty percent of snaps. And, uh, it's a tough injury he's dealing with too. Yeah, yeah. And he wants to play. That that's the yeah. tough part. He really wants to be out there, but and it, it's like just like that. He can yeah. easily be re-injured, and he's off the field. I'm not risking that much. No, no. Well, let's move on. Uh, we'll head into running backs here. Raheem Mostert. Versus the Rams, yeah, I I like I like Raheem Mostert. To me, I mean, he's I've loved him since last year. He's he's the we, guy. We had this now. conversation last year, yeah. and then we've had it multiple times throughout the year, <laughs> and and just sitting here like they've got so many good backs, but every time Mostert touches the ball, he looks he so looks good. good. Yeah, 
So yeah, I'm I'm definitely starting him against the Rams even. Even in the mosh pit of running backs in, in San Francisco. I yeah, think. and I, I think he's the back to own there. I, I don't I don't really think it's a as much of a mosh pit as it used to be. Yeah. I think he separated himself. Brita had four touches last week coming off yeah. injury and he fumbled twice. Yeah. Are you going to put that guy back yeah. out on your field? Cole, Coleman didn't have a bad game, though. He, he broke one for 39 yards. I think that's the majority of the stat line. But. Yeah. I think uh, I'd have to pull it up. But Coleman was, was okay. Yeah, he, he, he was. So but I'm, I wouldn't play him. I wouldn't play Devin Coleman. But he's, he's back in that change of pace role, which yeah. I think is far it's better, better for him. For him. Yeah. Yeah, we saw it with Atlanta, and he was yeah, he was much better. Yeah, so okay, I'll ask you this one: Raheem Mostert or uh, Leonard Fournette this week? <sighs> That's tough. Leonard Fournette against the Falcons. Falcons. He's been really bad lately. Yes, they they haven't committed to him. No, not at all. I know. Fired and Tom Coughlin. I think I'd lean Mostert. Yeah, I, I definitely lean Mostert. I'm starting Mostert. It's sure. re- that's really tough to say because Leonard Fournette has been such a staple on your team all year. But when it when push comes to shove, you want to win a championship. Absolutely. And you have to take risks. You got to take chances if you want to do that. So here, here's the tougher question: uh, Raheem Mostert or Aaron Jones? I'll play Aaron Jones. Think so? Yeah. I just, I think that that's going to be the Packers game plan. Yeah. Run the ball. Let Aaron Jones go to work. When you give Aaron Minnesota's Jones Minnesota's gotten beat through the air, though. They haven't really got beat on the ground that much. That's true. That, that is a fair point. That, that's what worries me. And, well, I, I, I do agree with you. I do think Aaron Jones definitely has the higher upside. And, and we've seen his target share go up. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, fine. We have that one. <laughs> okay. Joe, I'm a Packers fan. <laughs> Joe Mixon versus Miami. Yeah, I love this matchup. I'll I'll play. I think Joe Mixon finishes as a top eight running back. Yeah, week. no, I agree. I, I start Joe Mixon against all I, these other guys. I right. had a buddy. Yeah, well, actually, he's not really a buddy. I don't know him, but <laughs> he's in my league, and he was talking to my group chat, and he he told me that he played Patrick Laird this past week over, over Joe, Joe Mixon. Mixon. Wow! And I was like, "What are you doing? You deserve." And he lost by a point and a half. And I'm like, "Man, I do not feel that." No, I don't. Feel Why that would that. you do that? Yeah. So if you have Joe Mixon on your team, play him. I was I was in the contemplation area of playing Patrick Laird this week. But definitely not on Joe Mixon. Yeah, yeah, no, it, that's like he was Patrick Laird wasn't, and he wasn't even a bad player. Twelve points. Yeah, something like that. Ten points. But like Joe Mixon is an extremely talented back, yeah. and over the past five or six weeks, he's, he's looked better. He's looked really the Cincinnati good. Cincinnati offensive line has looked better. Yeah, yeah, not good. They're still but not they an NFL better. offensive line. They <laughs> <laughs> can compete in in college. Yeah, maybe high school. <laughs> Oh, bring him out here. They can they can play against my Adams. Yeah. They, um, so Mixon over. I'll, I'll throw the same thing at you, Aaron Jones. Yeah, I'd play Mixon. Yeah, me too. Okay. Especially against my Adams. Okay. That's just so, such yeah. A we, we know where we know where we sit on Mixon there. Uh, I really like this one. Treat Cohen versus Kansas City. Yeah, I think this is a sneaky play. I'm if you're in a PPR league, if you're in a yeah. standard or a half point. Not anywhere near as interesting, but I think he probably catches eight passes this game. Yeah, they use him in the slot, targets, yeah. and he's kind of Trubisky's safety blanket. Yeah, right? they don't have yeah. a tight end there. Trey Burton, Nick Burnett, does he still play? Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. With who that. plays with? Sh- oh, Shaheen. Shaheen oh, is Adam their tight end. Adam yeah. Shaheen is their tight end right now. Yeah. But like I said, yeah, Cohen I, is the safety blanket, yeah. and. And they're obviously like they're going to be behind in this game. They're going to yeah. have to catch up. I think his opportunity to catch a touchdown this week is higher than it's been in some time. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah I agree. Even even like multiple touchdowns, but I think his most of his points are going to come from catch just air yards. Yeah, and catches. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, PPR. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Tariq Cohen or Raheem Mostert? I'll still play Mostert. Okay. Um, what about this one? Miles Sanders versus Dallas. Where are you sitting with that? Yeah, I think you can pull him. Yeah. I, you know how I feel about Miles Sanders. I, I think he's a very talented running back. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same spot with him and, and David Montgomery. I think he's I think he's more talented than David Montgomery. Me too. But I think the team and the system just is not suited for him. Like I don't think personally I don't I don't like Doug Peterson. I don't like any of Doug Peterson's running backs. Ever. Ever. I, yeah, because they I don't go want to own any of them. Yeah, no, and I, I don't definitely understand that. But I think in this matchup, I think this well, matchup you can play. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's going to be like we said, it's a divisional game. I think there's going to be a lot of points yeah. scored, and he's integrated himself as an integral part of the offense with Jordan Howard out. Yeah, Boston Scott's there kind of as that change of pace guy, but I mean, you saw what he did last week. He had a monstrous week. Yeah. I think he finished as the running back three or something like that. Yeah, and he looked good. In that it, game, it, it, so he, he is still a bit touchdown dependent, though. Yeah, really. At the end of the day, I do think he has opportunity to catch or run a touchdown this week. Yeah, they use him in the passing game, though. I think he's, but I'm not interested in Miles Sanders ahead of Tariq Cohen, Joe Mixon, or Raheem Mostert. I think I'd still play him over Cohen, but it's close. Just because of the well, I don't know. I. I'm thinking because of the touchdown upside, but I think Cohen has a lot of upside touchdown upside this week. So here, throw this at you. Miles Sanders or Phil Lindsay? I'll go Miles Sanders. Okay. I agree with you on that one. Um, Miles Sanders, Devontae Freeman. Sanders. Miles Sanders, Cream Hunt. Who's Cleveland playing? Baltimore. I'll still go Miles Sanders. Yeah, I might do that too. Miles Sanders or Marlon Mack. It's Panthers. I'll play Mac. Okay. Okay. Well, the Panthers are so bad. Yeah, we, we, we know where they sit. Okay. <laughs> Carlos Hyde versus the Bucks. Yeah, I mean. Let's make this one quick. I don't like talking about those. Look, Carlos Hyde is Lamar Miller. That's what he is. As as the season's gone on, I have realized that's what it is. Yeah. I have Carlos Hyde on our Dynasty League, and every week I go back and forth. Should I flex him? Should I not? Should I go with an, a higher upside alternative guy? And every single week I play Carlos Hyde and I go, yeah, that wasn't that bad. It was okay. And that's what you get. That's what you get with Carlos Hyde. It's a tough matchup, though. He's playing the Bucs. Yeah, and it is. I don't know. He's kind of showed up in tough matchups and faded away in in matchups that you're like, man, he's going to go off. Yeah, I I just, I feel, I think he's safe for 8 to 10 points. And if he gets a touchdown, touchdown, then then he's in the conversation. All right. But any of the guys we talked about previous, I'd play him all over. Okay. Okay. Uh, Devontae Freeman, probably. Freeman's played Jacksonville. Ah! I just, <laughs> this, I, is, this is what we're here for. Yeah, I know. He's the I don't, guy. I don't want to play Devontae Freeman. Jacksonville's so bad against the run. Yeah, I think I lean. I think they're interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, at, at the end of the day, I think you could start either one of them and you're, you're going to be right around the same. Yeah. The same only thing I will say is Freeman has more receiving upside. Yeah, he definitely does have more upside. Yeah. 
Okay, move on. Um, here, QBs, rapid fire. Yeah, QBs, sure. All right. So we get. What do you think about Jimmy G versus the Rams this week? He's kind of been on and off all year. I gotta say, you said him. Yeah, personally, personally, I'm sitting Jimmy G. Just he was. I I'm I'm so confused about Jimmy G. <laughs> Two weeks ago, he was my sit of the week. He goes off. Last week, he was my starter week. He does. So Just I'm saying do sit him. <laughs> Go ahead and start. <laughs> just do whatever you want. <laughs> don't even listen. Yeah, <laughs> just I don't know. If he's listening, get get it together, Jimmy. Here's the real question: Jimmy G or Jared Goff in this game? Oh man, could you imagine if that's your quarterback? Like that's your option. Yeah, Jimmy G, and I'm sure that's that's, Some that's pretty there. realistic options there. I think I'd take Jimmy G because yeah. I think he's the better quarterback. Personal. Oh, God, I hate both of them, so I might just quit. <laughs> <laughs> if you lose. <laughs> okay, this next this next one is interesting, though. Lamar Jackson versus Cleveland, and most people wouldn't expect to see him in this section. No, I mean, he's, he's the QB1. He's not a bubble buster by any means. But under the circumstances, I'm not sure if um, you guys have heard, but I know, Aaron, you and I talked about this. Um, John Harbaugh has talked about if the Bills win on Saturday, yeah. he's going to rest his players. Yeah, because that gives them they, home field advantage. They clinch if that happens. So, I don't... He said he's going to rest them for the final game of the season. He didn't say anything about Week 16. Yeah. It it makes you wonder, would he bench in Week 16? I think the likely outcome is that Lamar starts the game, he plays a quarter and a half. Yeah, pull, I, and yeah that's it. I, I agree. I personally don't think... I don't think he sits him in either one. I think Lamar gets the first half, or at least the first quarter. Yeah. Um, because of the type of player he is. That might be enough, though. Like it a might, half? Yeah, yeah. Like if you have Lamar Jackson, you get a half out of Lamar Jackson, you get still, 20 you know, points. Yeah, 15, 20 points. So, yeah, I do think he... I, I see him possibly sitting Lamar Jackson after the half. Yeah. Especially if they're up. If, if they're up by two touchdowns, I almost guarantee it. Yeah. But here, here's the real question is, who were you playing over Lamar Jackson? Because even even if he plays a half and puts up 20 points, that's still going to be a QB1. That's still going to be a... I still think I'm in the situation of I'm going to play. Regardless. Regardless, yeah. Because... I, that's how I fall. If I'm in the championship game... And Lamar Jackson's on my 10 bench. points, and it's because you I put Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson on my bench, I, yeah, that's it. Don't punch a hole through the wall. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. If this podcast could be more graphic, I would. But I'm starting Lamar Jackson regardless. We already said he asked for it. Yeah. Yeah, so moving on. We got Dwayne Haskins versus the Giants. This is a guy who's quite literally a bubble buster. Yeah. He's he's out on almost every waiver wire, unless you're in a deeper league or two QB league. Or a dynasty. Yeah, or a dynasty yeah. or whatever. But, I mean, He's playing the Giants. He's playing the Giants. Last week he looked great yeah, he against looked Philly. Good. Yeah, uh, he he actually had a he was QB nine last week yeah. I believe. Um, now I, I this kind of comes down to the same conversation we were talking about earlier is I don't see the upside of having a when I was talking with Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. I don't see the upside of having a, a, a number one two three player yeah. out of Dwayne Haskins. So for me to go out of my way to go stream him in the playoffs, I got to be real desperate. Yeah, no, and, and I agree with you, but 
if I'm sitting there with Jimmy G and Jared Goff, I might consider going to Haskins. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think he outproduces both of them. Absolutely, because they're both playing each other in a tight game yeah. that's probably going to be pound and ground, or ground and pound, and that's it. Or pound and ground. Or pound and ground, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, I would play him over both those guys. I'm playing Dwayne Haskins over both those guys. What about Sam Darnold against the uh, Dolphins? Yeah. They don't play. They, they, Dolphins play there. Cincinnati. Uh, he's playing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. So I'm definitely taking Haskins. What if it was Ryan Fitzpatrick versus Haskins? Fitzpatrick. Me too. Yeah. yeah. But, but Haskins is, is in that, you know, I'm going to put him in the 6-10 conversation. You think that's where he finishes this week? I'm, I'm putting him in the conversation. Yeah. He has that upside. I'm not Six putting... Upside. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not... I'm definitely not putting Jimmy G or Jared Cobb in that conversation. So, yeah. yeah it's right, just, just with that, I'm definitely starting Haskins over both of them. Yeah, but... Uh, Ryan Tannehill against New Orleans. Yeah, I'm I'm playing Tannehill. I'm, yeah, he's been great. He's been electric. This is a a tough matchup, but is it really? Like when you really break it yeah. down, the Saints have they've been able to be you've been able to beat yeah. them passing the ball. Yeah. I think the Saints are going to score on Tennessee, and I think Tannehill is going to have to play keep up. Well, and I don't think this is a huge game for the Saints. This is a big game for Tennessee. Yeah, they need to win this. If Tennessee they want to have needs to play. win this yeah. game, and I don't. Feel like the Saints do so. Could I see? And Sean Payton's one of those guys that sets his guys up every every time. Every time that they're up in this spot that they're in, clinched. You know they, they they've got everything clinched up, and he'll he'll sit his guys all the time. Yeah. So, asking for a friend on that, Drew Brees. Drew Brees you, or, or Ryan Tannehill? Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Drew Brees or Ryan Tannehill? I'll take it. He's been. You heard it here first. Breeze has been so good. <laughs> you think Breeze gets sat in this game? No, I don't think. I, I don't think so either. I don't think he does. I just don't think there's as much push on him. I think if Breeze takes a few hits, I I could see him coming out. Well, I'm starting him. So <laughs> I like Tanner. Tanner's great. He's I'm, I'm putting it on the sheet. Yeah. And then, you, hey, you want a water bet on that one? Tanner Breeze. Yeah. Because you, sure. you you owe me yeah, you, sure. you you owe me one from earlier in the year. Yeah. when I made some outlandish claims in our group chat. Oh, Duke Johnson. <laughs> Duke Johnson who being an RB one. Duke Johnson to who? No, it was, it was Duke Johnson being an RB one. Oh yes. And he's he's close. I think he's like RB four or something. No, he's in. He's an RB four. He is. Oh, an RB four. Yeah, well, not just, the RB four. <laughs> I said it a little different. Why am I even here? <laughs> but yeah, okay, all right. Tannehill, Tannehill versus Breeze. Oh, water bed. All right, right. deal. Done. Okay, yeah. Jared Goff. We already talked about him. Yeah, so. we did. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, moving on to our tight ends. We've got Kyle Rudolph versus Green Bay. What are you doing? No, I'm sorry. I well, depending on what what my other options are. I see Kyle Rudolph as a two this week. I do think he has a better opportunity to score this week uh, than he has in the past with Thielen in. But I still think there's definitely a better option. Yeah, I just think his floor is so low. Yeah. He could go out and get you catch. He could goose you. Yeah. I see him in the 6 to 12 range, even with a touchdown. Yeah. You see him as the tight end 6 to 12. Not sorry, points. points. 6 to 12 points. Yeah. Even with a touchdown. Yeah. 
Well, if he gets a touchdown, it'll be 12. If he doesn't, it'll be, it'll be 6. Yeah, it's well, six. it'll be <laughs> Yeah, He could have eight. He, 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 he could, could literally have one catch, yeah. two yards, and a touchdown. That's kind of how I see his game going. Yeah. So. That's fair. Uh, our next one on the list, Darren Waller. He's yeah. kind of been up and down all year. At the beginning of the year, he was electric. Yeah. He was on fire. Then Hunter Renfro kind of came back, started or broke out. Yeah. Well, and they paid him. And Yeah, and then they paid Darren Waller, and he was like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. See you guys later. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting back on the drugs. <laughs> yeah, stay all the way. Uh, but no, um, I'm gonna start this week. Yeah, I like I I love Darren Waller. I love watching him play. He had a big game last yeah, week. Yeah, huge, huge yeah. game. Um, but there is the concern of Dar- uh, Hunter Renfro coming yeah. back. Hunter he, Renfro he, is gonna play. Yeah, uh, yeah, but. We've seen that. I mean, there's a direct correlation too. When he went out, Waller's targets almost doubled. Yeah. When Hunter Renfro went out three weeks ago, and now that he's back, I think there is that cause for concern. For so. sure. And but I say in the same breath, I'm not putting a whole lot of faith in Hunter Renfro coming right back from injury. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What did he broke a rib? Didn't he? Yeah, he had a fracture. It's not an easy. He punctured thing. a lung. Yeah, too. I know. It's not an easy thing to recover from. <laughs> like, dude, and, how do you puncture a lung three weeks ago? Yeah, and get back on an NFL field. Yeah, you you throw pads on, and that's just it's going to be an uncomfortable game. You you take a hit. Yeah, it, I'm I'm starting Waller this week. Definitely over Calgary though. What if what about um, Waller against a uh, Tyler Higby or Zach Ertz? Yeah, I'm starting I'm starting him over Higby, uh, not over Ertz. Yeah, I'm going to start her until we for sure. What about Waller over... Um, trying to think of some middling guys there. <laughs> Waller and Mike, Mark, Mark Andrews. There you go. Um, I'll still play Mark Andrews. Yeah. I, I, I've i been a big Mark Andrews believer. Yeah. All off-season, I talked about him, and I drafted him in pretty much every league I had. I traded you too. You traded yeah. him to me in our yeah. Dynasty League. That was a great trade, by the way. It was a good trade for both of us. Yeah, it, it worked we, both we, ways. we talked about this earlier. There, there's no clear winner of that trade. I think we both won. Yeah. Are we going to tell them what the trade is, or are we just going to... I don't know if I remember the whole trade. Well, I it? do. It, so it, it, was, was, it was Chris Godwin and Mark Andrews. And DJ. And, uh, yeah, David Johnson for, for T.Y. Hilton. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison. Yeah. So I took the hit at running back, but... I gained a yeah a top a, a uh, wide receiver yeah. one and, a and then tight end and then you you moved and I flipped to, Andrews for Andrews Kittle. for Kittle so it actually worked out better for you yeah. in the end because now you've got Kittle but yeah, yeah it was, it was a pretty, trade pretty fair trade and I ended up flipping Hilton for Tyler, for Boyd. Tyler Boyd and a first round pick yeah so <laughs> that's so Pat if you're listening to this he, Pat, he got Tony Pollard too to be fair. Oh right, because he had, he had the Z cold out and everything, yeah. 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 and then the injury. <laughs> yeah. But now he was all worried about that holdout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of wraps it up for the show, you guys. We yeah. uh, looking forward. We'll be back. We won't be back next week as it's no. Christmas. Yeah, uh, but but we're gonna be back with a new format uh, for some off season stuff, and we're we're gonna talk playoff football. It's outside of fantasy. We're we're just gonna talk football, have some fun. And, you know, watch the games and talk about guys for next year. Because especially if you're still in a dynasty league, you're still looking at picking up players and stuff like that. And I think David Johnson blew up week 16 or week 17, didn't he? What? Like four years ago. <laughs> it's definitely not going to happen this definitely year. Definitely not going to happen. But I watch him blow up. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't amazing until late in the season. So this is 
this is a good time where some guys just take off, right? Yeah, yeah, we got a bunch of great segments that we've um, got planned in store for, for the off season, and I'm super excited for it. Yeah. yeah, so we'll see you in two weeks, guys. Good luck in your playoffs, and Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. Stay safe out there.